Hey, J Crypto here once again, ladies and gents. Today we're going to be talking about two NFT projects that I really like on the Binance Smart Chain. Not only do they have an artistic appeal, but they also individually have unique characteristics that make them highly valuable. So the first one we're going to discuss is a token. Let's go from the very bottom of this, the core of what this NFT project represents up to the top. And I'll show you the artwork and so on and so forth. So this is an NFT project by the uh, one of the most up-and-coming decentralized exchanges, I would say, on the Binance Smart Chain. In fact, I would say in terms of decentralized exchanges, it ranks number two because it's right behind PancakeSwap on DAP Radar. Now, currently, the price of the token underlying this project is $4.19, and the project is called ApeSwap, okay? We can see that the token has gone up quite considerably, um, being at about 99 cents around there in on the 16th of July. Since then, it's grown to about $4.19, and it peaked out, actually, its all-time high is at $10.50 upon initial launch. It's a decentralized exchange, so they do a lot of different stuff. They Number one, you can swap tokens on this platform. Number two, you can yield farm on this platform. They have a very nice user interface, so that way you can yield farm, which basically is when you put together, you know, let's say Bitcoin and Ethereum, and you can earn fees in the form of banana. They'll pay you out and that you can swap to any coin that you like of around 55% APR. So that's obviously much higher than a lot of real estate returns, and it's a form of passive income. Uh, those are some of the more famous versions of what the revenue producing streams of decentralized exchanges are. They earn fees, they use those fees to create buybacks and burns, which then creates a positive buy pressure on the token. Okay, if you don't know what a buyback and burn is, it's pretty simple. They basically just take the revenue that they earn, they buy back ApeSwap token, and then they send it to a dead wallet, which actually increases the value of everyone else who holds banana token. And it's a way to create a positive buy pressure, like I said, on the token. They've just announced that they're going to be doing buyback and burn vaults. So that's just more buyback and burns for the banana token. Now let's look at their NFTs. Okay, so their NFTs are called non-fungible apes, which I thought were pretty cool. If we look at the exchange, we can see that they're now doing auctions. This is the dashboard. You have a home section. You have ape stats, which show you the stats of the decentralized exchange. You have a place to swap tokens and add liquidity. You have a place where you can deposit your tokens and they'll auto compound for you. So that way you don't have to pull out your passive income because it will just go towards itself every single day and then just keep auto compounding that way. And then you have the farms where you can store your liquidity and people can trade on it and you can earn fees. You have pools which you can actually exchange your banana token for what's called Ghana. And that actually allows you some priority uh, pool opportunities with some higher APR. And it's a single stake option where you basically buy Ghana which is uh, tracking the value of banana. And you don't get any permanent loss that way. You also have initial APE offerings, which is much like an IPO for you traditional finance people and an IDO for you de uh, decentralized financial people, which stands for initial DEX offering, where a project asks ApeSwap to launch an ApeSwap and use their liquidity, use their users to basically buy 
and trade on the new token, whatever that may be. And then you have non-fungible apes. Currently, I've clicked on the auction section. This is what their auctions look like for their last 40 out of, um, I guess, a thousand non-fungible apes. And currently, there's only about five hours and 55 minutes left for this particular ape, which is currently priced at around $5,427. So quite a bit, quite a big uh, amount of money here, cash to, to you know, put down. And it shows you that the previous ape was actually bought for around $12,000, which is 25 BNB. Now, if you're wondering why people are buying these at such a rapid rate, well, first of all, I will point out that the background of this non-fungible ape, it's pretty darn rare. In fact, it's ranked 124 in terms of rarity out of 1,000. Anytime that you have a moving background of these non-fungible apes, it's pretty rare. Anytime that you have a galactic background, it's pretty rare. Plus, the space helmet and the pink glasses also adds rarity to this specific ape. Um, you can see that it has our one, two, three, four, five, six different traits. Uh, the base color, the face color, the frame, the mouth, the eyes, and the hat, and all of those collectively create the ape's specific type of rarity. If we go to the next one, you'll see that we can't see the stats on this unless we look it up at the marketplace, and so on and so forth. Um, down here, you can check out the history of each different ape auction and see what they sold for, what they're selling for, and so on and so forth. So now we'll click on the actual article of non-fungible apes. I'll read this off to you real quick. Our first collection of non-fungible ape token initiatives. So non-fungible apes, or NFAs, are a cryptographically generated set of a thousand unique rare immutable digital apes. Each ape is, cre is created by a hash hashing a string such as strong ape to randomly generate a set of six characteristics, base, face, frame, mouth, eyes, and top. Okay, I think they look pretty darn cool. How were non-fungible apes generated? So this is where non-fungible apes really did just adopt a similar concept as some of the top tier NFT projects on Ethereum. Each characteristic has a different likelihood of occurring in each ape generation, making some characteristics much more rare than others. For instance, only 32 apes have laser eyes, and only 107 apes have sunglasses. Each ape has a score generated based on the combined rarity of its characteristics. More details about rarity can be seen in the GitHub repo. If you're on the podcast, maybe check out the YouTube. If you're on the YouTube, you can see all the apes right here, which is pretty cool. And you can actually zoom in by clicking and clicking. Uh, you can zoom out. How can you tell an NFA's rarity? We then categorize the score into one of five different tiers to determine overall rarity. The rarity tiers are as follow. Common chimps, tier one, 500 NFAs, most common. So there's 500 common chimps. There's 250 original uh, orangutans, which is like the next tier of rarity. There's only 150 of the third tier, which is called the learning apes. And then there's 70 non-fungible apes in the prime primate section. And then there's 30 of the magic monkeys. These are the most rare. All right, so that's pretty cool. Now let's go on to how these auctions work. NFA Auction House, uh, Auction House details. We will be launching the Auction House with the final 46 NFAs that have yet to be sold. Once all remaining NFAs have been auctioned off, we'll open up the Auction House for all NFA holders to use. Auction House rules, 46 auctions. So one auction at a time, starting bid is going to be 1 BNB. Maximum bid is 0.1 BNB, or minimum bid, excuse me. So the floor is 0.1 BNB or 1% of the current bid, whichever is higher. 
next auction starts 24 hours of the clock auction ends when the clock runs out so under six hours each bid adds 30 minutes back on the clock this is a mechanism we've seen in yushi if you're not familiar with yushi and you're coming over from eth it's all good i'll explain it real quick after an once there's only an hour left Every time that somebody bids, it adds about 12 minutes back, or excuse me, 12% of the time left onto the clock. So if there's 10 minutes, it'll add a minute and 20 seconds. If there's 20 minutes, it'll add two minutes and 40 seconds, so on and so forth. Under six hours, the clock will never increase over six hours. Here are some more details on the auction for the remaining 46 apes. Auctions will run one at a time until all 48, 46 apes have been sold. Each auction will start with a length of 24 hours. When the auction timer gets under 6 hours, bids start adding 30 minutes back to the auction timer up to a max of 6 hours. Users can continue to bid and add time up to 6 hours until the auction ends. Once each auction ends, the next one will immediately begin. Starting bids for all remaining NFAs will be 1 BNB with a minimum bid of 0.1 BNB or 1% of current bid, whichever is higher. Additionally, there will be a bidding history viewable. 50% of auction profits will be distributed to all NFA holders though exclusive NFAs, through exclusive NFA staking pools, which will be coming next month. So basically, another utility of this is every time that a NFA is sold through this auction, the profits, so think about that. There's probably millions of dollars being generated from these NFA auctions, or there at least will be, and you can stake your NFA and you'll earn passive income from the pools. What I would also see around the corner, because you guys know I, I tend to be you know, pretty accurate in what these projects will be doing next, is one of two things. I could see them doing, and I might read this later because I haven't read this part of it, but <laughs> I could see them every, t you know how there's that royalty feature? where every time an NFA is sold, you, the project gets 10% royalty. Well, let's say that it's 10% for the ape swap. What they might do any time that they get that royalty is they might put that into the staking pool so that way now non-fungible ape owners are earning from the trading fees that are being generated. So that's going to incentivize non-fungible ape holders to hold. Another thing that they've done already, I've seen do, is for non-fungible ape holders, if they hold a non-fungible ape, then when somebody does an IAO, like I told you about, you ladies and gentlemen about earlier, so right here there's an IAO, initial APE offering, which I thought was pretty sick. Once they do an IAO, what they might do sometimes is give like, um, let's say that there's an IAO for a token and there's 100,000 tokens in the IAO. They might say, hey, about 50,000 of these tokens, you can participate in the IAO by uh, holding a non-fungible ape, and we're just going to airdrop it to you. And then the rest, so 950,000, they're just going to do it the normal way where they have BNB or banana tokens that you put into the pool, and basically in exchange, you'll get the uh, IAO token, right? So that's pretty cool. Um, so those are the two functions that I think that they could be improving on. Now let's look at this NFA holder auctions. So once the auction house opens to all NFA holders, look at these features. So if you're an NFA holder and you sell, and let's say that you bought a non-fungible ape at like $1,000 and you think it could sell for $25,000, what's really great about these auctions is, and I'm a big, like, listen, I used to arbitrage on eBay 
Um, I grew up selling printers on eBay. I've sold many different things. Sports cards on eBay have been a big thing for me in the past couple of years. And what's really cool about these auctions is, is um, some of these opportunities. So here, let me read them. Auctions will run one at a time, so better get in there quickly when the slot opens up. Auction parameters will be fully customizable, including custom starting bids, auction length, bid type, extensions, and more. Percentage of auction profits will be distributed to NFA holders through exclusive NFA staking pools. So this means that in perpetuity, another function, which is similar to what I said, but not exact, whenever somebody auctions an ape, um, some of the profits will be going towards those NFA staking pools as well. And I'm sure that a percentage means the royalty, so maybe around 10%. So if somebody sells an NFA for 25 grand, then $2,500 will go to the ecosystem holders of the NFAs. So as you can see, they've really done a great job at maximizing profitability for all NFA holders, which in turn will definitely create more fees for ApeSwap, which is a good thing for the team, good thing for the holders, good thing for the community. So congrats on that, ApeSwap. We will be host a poll in the NFA Telegram next month to determine the percentages together. This is by far one of my favorite exchanges. Uh, users can browse back to see previous auctions and forward to see upcoming auctions. Excited to be releasing the final set of NFAs and looking forward to opening up the auction house to all apes. Thanks for being the best part of ApeSwap and the NFA community. Wow. So that's sick. I mean, honestly, there's two ways to play this. You can get in now. Um, this is not financial advice. Any project I talk about could be a scam. It could also be highly successful. So do your own research. There's two ways to play this. If you're on the lower end of investing, then maybe you stack your bags. Maybe you do a little offset. Maybe you just majorly focus on high cap cryptos and just stack your bags and wait and wait. Or the other way to play this is wait for some sort of NFT crypto winter and then pay attention to these non-fungible apes and get into them when they're, you know, cut down by 80%. But there's no guarantee that will happen. If you currently hold a non-fungible ape, then maybe the play is just to hold if you can afford to just not have to sell. Because honestly, I see some huge potential in this project long term. And if you hold a non-fungible ape, you made an incredible incredibly smart investment so you should really be congratulating yourselves and just just um, experiencing all the benefits that are to come what's great about ApeSwap too is they're not just on Binance Smart Chain they're cross-chain I could see them definitely bridging over to Solana and Cardano as well so that will only increase the value of the non-fungible apes um, also so congrats to all non-fungible ape holders I'm excited to see more uh, functionality and use cases for these apes there's only a thousand of them so like I said, congratulations to the thousand people who actually, you know, got in or 960 at the moment. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for watching. This is Jay Crypto. I'm going to do a part two where I talk about the next NFTs that I think are just so good. And we ran out of time in this video to talk about, but if you're watching this one, then check out part two because the next one is really cool too and it's much cheaper to get in. Oh, by the way. The goal is to get to 10,000 subs. Look, if my goal was, if I was doing it only for subscribers, I wouldn't be making 40 or 55 minute videos. All right. I know that this is ridiculous. I'm going to definitely suffer in terms of the algorithm and the views and so on and so forth. But here's the deal. I try to pack as much value as I can into every single video. And 
my core group of people, I mean, I've only, I listen, I've, I've been in crypto for a while, but I've only been at YouTube for four months, maybe three months. So obviously I haven't been at this for a while. People have been following the channel. I get that we're in a bull run and that's probably why, but I, the goal is really to pack as much value in there because I think that this is such a complex topic that the more ways I can hit people with information and explain these concepts in different ways, the easier it will be for people to grasp it. And ultimately that's the goal. It's like really fun to just on my channel, especially because my community is so smart. I get taught in the comments by some really smart people about projects I cover. And then I can teach people too. So it's kind of like you know, I'm giving and receiving all the time. So that's really awesome. But the goal is to get to 10,000 subscribers because <laughs> you got to have some kind of goal. So that's by September. I'm not going to, no paid advertisements to get there. All of it's going to be organic, which is really the only thing I, I, I've, I've ever, ever done is organic. So that's just how we're going to do it. And it's a fun little challenge to get there by October. That being said, this is Jay Crypto. I'm out. Thank you guys. Take care. And girls.